0: We've got a brand new show on the Geek Therapy Network called the Queer Comics Podcast. It is a celebration of queer representation in comics. To learn more about the show, visit queercomics.geektherapy.com. Welcome to GT Radio on the Geek Therapy Network. We are the official podcast of the Geek Therapy community. My name is Osorio Cardona with Lara Taylor. Hey. Brennan Saxton. Hello. And Lauren Keller. What's up? Today we're going to be talking about self-care, but first, let's check in on the network. So, new on the network this week, we have a new episode of Jedi Council on the morality and psychology of Batman. Never heard of him. (laughs) Uh, GFT has a new episode. So, this is Geek Family Therapy. They haven't had an episode in months. Uh, It's on cosplay and, and family. Glad to have them back. Here Comes a Thought has a brand new episode. They're continuing to recap uh, the first season of Steven Universe. They're still and on
1: season one. It's a lot of episodes <laughs> in season <I> one.
0: <laughs> Technically, they're on episode 11 of their show, plus they had like one episode, one special in between. So yeah, they're still...
1: Oh yeah, they're going to be on season one for like a year.
0: Wow. No, Maybe. Maybe they're doing like two or three It's per episode. Okay. okay. Uh, and Hero Nation, we got a brand new Hero Nation episode. Woo. So this one is on Captain Marvel, but not the movie. It's the character and the comics. So they recorded this right before the movie came out. So to, to give some information on Captain Marvel from, you know, before the movie comes out. And then there's also an episode of GT Radio between this one and our last one, uh, where Lara and I discuss the brand new movie, full of spoilers.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, yeah. And I'd like to take a moment to thank our Patreon producers. Adam, Ben, John, Kat, and Mark. Woo! All right, and so for today's topic, I'm, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna hand it over to Brandon. Brandon, what are we talking about today?
2: Uh, Well, you spoiled it a little right at the beginning, which is okay. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's okay. We are talking about self-care um, and we're talking about it in, in a, maybe a little bit more of an abstract way, but I am curious as part of our conversation in maybe getting to know the way that all of you think about and maybe practice self-care. Um, but what got me thinking about this topic and and why it might be interesting, and this certainly isn't a unique idea, I don't think, or a unique perspective, I think there are people who are kind of having this conversation, Is is that I think self-care is something that started off – Um, with very good intentions. And and obviously, it it just sounds well-meaning just by the name of it. And when you're thinking about people who are invested in your health, whether that's friends or family or or medical doctors or therapists or teachers or mentors or whomever that might be, I think those people might encourage you to engage in in self-care and And when I think about self-care, what comes to mind is things like making sure I'm getting enough sleep or setting appropriate boundaries or getting some exercise, eating uh, eating well, things like that. But what... I've noticed and and other people have is there's sort of been this shift from self-care being things that you are doing or practicing to maintain um, your physical and mental health to almost like this self-care industry, um, which I think is, is kind of, perverted the whole concept in a way that I think is pretty gross.
0: Tell us how you really feel, Brandon. Yeah, so that, that's <laughs>
2: it. And I don't know exactly where this started. Um, I would I, I would like to maybe sometime when I have a little time to maybe dig into this a little more, I might make for maybe an interesting blog post or something like that. But certainly there there have been self-help books that that's been something that's been out for a long time or um maybe even things like just self-help programs that that you can participate in but only in the last couple years i've really started to notice um it really taking a a a real change um just the whole concept and now it's very much um maybe not entirely by everyone but there's certainly a, a a section of of um, marketing and advertising that's very much focused on self-care being um, that if you want to have appropriate self-care or if you want to be healthy, you really need to be buying things, um, whether that's <laughs> bath bombs or or spa days or uh, taking a break to go to a fancy restaurant or uh, buying a new you know, new computer or, or whatever you need. And, and I'm certainly not uh, discouraging people from doing those things, but I think where it gets a little bit problematic is when th- that becomes the definition of self-care is that you need to buy my products to be engaging in self-care, to be healthy uh, mentally and or physically, um, you know, as far as you can define that. So I, it's just kind of this observation I've seen, and like I said, and others, this isn't a unique idea, um, but it got me thinking, about it and I thought it might be worth talking about just our definitions of self care and maybe any examples or or thoughts that we have or have seen um, where this has been kind of twisted in a way to to sell you self care as opposed to have you practice or understand self care I don't know that was a little bit ranty but I mean is that jogging any thoughts am i am I totally just um, becoming am I totally off base or am I just oversensitive or, or what are other people kind of thinking?
1: Brandon, that was the nicest rant oh. I've <laughs> ever heard. Well, I'm Minnesotan. So, you know, it's yeah, very yeah. Midwestern rant. <laughs> yeah. Um, what came up for me is that there are, is a place for, for those buying those things. But mm-hmm. the point is if you can afford them, um, right. because the whole idea is, for self-care is to take care of yourself and take care of your physical needs and your mental health needs. And if you're spending too much money, that's not going to help your mental health because then you're going to be stressed out about money. I think for me, self-care is definitely those physical things. Make sure Making sure I'm eating correctly, um, getting enough sleep. I'm diabetic, so I got to make sure that my blood sugar is okay. Mm-hmm. I got to make sure that you know, ch- I'm checking in about how I'm feeling that day and what might come up for me during the day. And every day I try to, as far as mental health, I try to make sure I do something that I enjoy for me, um, whether it's playing video games or reading some comics or, or going for a walk, going out and being in nature, those kinds of things. So you You don't have to spend all that money and it's kind of, if you can, that's fine. But having people push, I mean, it's just like holidays now, you know, all the money, spend, 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 forget about what the actual purpose of the holiday was. And what the actual purpose of self-care is, is to make sure that you're checking in with yourself and you're making sure you're, you're okay and figuring out what to do if you're not okay. To,
3: to add on to what Lara said, which I, I thought was very well put, but I, I see self-care as sort of two levels. There's the, the main original purpose of the phrase self-care, where it's like literally taking care of your body. You need to exercise. You need to eat food that is not actively poisoning you. You need to take showers regularly. You need to sleep Uh, The amount of time that is healthy for your body to sleep, all of that like real basic, you know, like bottom of Maslow's hierarchy stuff, just just maintaining your body's health as self-care. And then there's sort of the above slash around that layer, which um, I feel is more related to like mental well-being of like doing activities just for your own emotional Needs like doing, uh, you know, if you're a crafty person doing a craft, mm-hmm. you know, if you if you like, you know, doing outdoor activities, like going for walks, like Laura said, uh, if you have pets, like including your pets in that, if you have like certain media that you like to consume, that is like it's not. You know, I'm reading this book because I I want to read it. It's for fun. It's for me. Versus like I need to read this book as part of homework or uh, furthering my my knowledge for my job or anything like that. It's like the self care aspect being that you you are doing it purely for your own mental well being. And I do I feel like capitalism has ruined it. <laughs> 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 it's basically like uh, oh look, there's a pattern of people who are actually starting to care about themselves and Prioritizing their own health and well being, how can we make money off of that? Mm -hmm. And it's just like awful. And you see that in advertising. Now it is coming up more often where they are using the phrase like, oh, self-care, buy this bath bomb or self-care, mm-hmm. like you need a face mask mm-hmm. made from the skin of baby seals or whatever. <laughs> and it's just like only $400. <laughs> and it, it's, it just, it gets real gross. And it does really push this idea of like, if you're not spending, then you don't care about yourself because you're not doing self-care the the way that we're saying that self-care needs to be done and and I think it be it can be really detrimental but I do think overall having those conversations even if sometimes they are bad I do think getting it more into the the common lexicon is is beneficial to all of us
2: I I think there's something interesting about the individualized definition and practice of self-care so I think it's interesting to hear you um, kind of conceptualize it in this hierarchical kind of way with the kind of meeting the basic physical needs first. Okay, I'm I'm good in that area. And then taking that kind of step up is like, all right, now I need to check in on mental health and, and appropriate leisure time and just kind of check in on more of the psychological or mental health needs. I think that's a pretty interesting um, way to kind of think about it. And, and I think to uh, maybe respond or add on to your point too, with with capitalism kind of warping the concept <laughs> of self-care i think it's i i got thinking about this a little bit i think jose had sent me an article and then i he posted it somewhere in the geek therapy community a while back and it was it was this very it was a fairly long article and and i read it and i think i fainted immediately after i read it because it <laughs> it was sort of like getting like almost i don't know if like the wind knocked out of me because it was like this is just kind of changing my perspective on things, and and I, I'm not going to do it justice summing it up, but it really talked about just kind of at how society has really shifted, and there's so much um, emphasis and value on us as individuals in. Related to how much we work and the kind of uh, socio-economic value that we can provide every day, and and how everything is just about grinding and and it's the um you know the quote-unquote American dream pull yourself up by the bootstraps you're gonna work hard and and it's gonna be awesome but you got to put in the grind above everything else and I think it's interesting that there has been kind of that push you know this kind of capitalist push towards that's your value as a person and now. Capitalism yep. is trying to fix that um, by saying, "Look, we you you did that, but now we can fix it if you just buy buy the bath bombs, uh, buy the <laughs> face mask. It's going to be good." And it's sort of like this problem that was created um, that now they're offering us the the quote unquote solution. So I, I think that's a really interesting point. Um, just how it's, I mean, it's it's a cycle, really, and uh, and just a way to yeah. capitalize on on really pain and and suffering of people who are working themselves into the ground, I guess.
3: Yeah, I do. I do think that there is a connection to just the way that women have been marketed to Mm -hmm. uh, where there's always sort of been this like hey, ladies, there's something terribly wrong with you unless you Mm -hmm. buy this, you know, this piece of clothing or this type of makeup or do your hair a specific way and then you'll be worthy and then Mm -hmm. you'll be good. And it's just sort of an an extension of that of like, okay, well, how else can we make people feel bad about themselves so that they'll spend money? Well, people are using this self-care word. So let's utilize that too. And it's not as gendered because I I see it directed towards men as well, but I do mm-hmm. think it's definitely an extension of uh, misogyny in in capitalism that already existed. It's just like a fun new version of it,
2: almost kind of expanding it in a way mm-hmm. to uh, to increase the revenue stream almost. Um. This yeah. is working really good. We're making people feel really bad, and they're spending money. How can we target more people? Um, yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. And um, the marketing and, and kind of advertising piece certainly is certainly another factor that that plays into kind of this concept of of self care. Uh, it's almost like this combine like retail therapy uh self care mm-hmm. kind of combination yeah. like that's that's <laughs> that's how like that maybe will replace the geek therapy segment with the retail therapy segment on the show new podcast uh, coming uh, soon oh God. And, and so it is sort of this gro- very gross kind of thing and and i, I always I, I try to think about what why did this happen? And I think that's clear, but what can we do to change it? And that's, that's harder for me to kind of conceptualize. It's really easy to say like, look, self-care can be free. Um, it can, you can just check in with yourself, make sure you're getting enough sleep, give yourself enough time to do things, give yourself breaks. Um, but that's, uh, it's a lot less meaningful to just have someone saying that when there's someone else saying, yeah, you know, you're not going to be okay unless you buy this product or you buy this service or you take this trip or whatever it is. So I don't know, I mean, just in terms of how to fix that or or change the narrative, um, I don't know what's the right answer either.
0: So so the article you were talking about earlier that that rocked your world, yeah. and mine too, was uh, from BuzzFeed. It's called How Millennials Became the Burnout Generation. Very relatable. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I like the word self-care. Mm-hmm. I think this health care uh, or self-help book section at the library is actually full of really good information. I think our problem is that we're bad at self-evaluating, so we have no idea what the problem actually is. So when we're self-helping, we're not really helping, basically. So like that article, for example, I, I think you know the reason why it affected us so much is that it, it put into words something that is difficult to to put into words in your day-to-day. It's like, why do I feel this way? Why am I exhausted? Why am I tired? Why am I angry? And that article puts it into perspective. So when you read, after reading an article like that, the solution isn't go binge watch a show on Netflix or (laughs) go eat some ice cream because those things may make you feel good and they may even make you forget about your problems for a little bit. But they don't actually address any of the issues that for example were in that article right it's like oh yeah i have crippling student debt and uh, i'm working extremely long hours and like there's all of these other things that we could address and and nothing under the self-help umbrella is going to or self-care umbrella is going to fix those things self-care is not going to fix a shitty relationship it's not going to fix toxic friends or co-workers. It's not going to fix bad parenting. It's not going to fix a bad diet. It's not going to fix not sleeping. It's not going to fix so many of the things that actually affect our lives. It's not going to affect our motivation to get to work every day because we hit our job. Like that, that doesn't help, right? I think mm-hmm. that the, the biggest problem is that self-care, it doesn't do anything regardless of how much you're spending. Even the free stuff that you mentioned, it's like, well, you know, I can go for a walk. Well, even a walk might make you feel better, but we're not good at, actually talking about what what's wrong or what the problem is. And and we'll get into like what role media plays in that because I think I think that's where it goes, right? It's not just the marketing and the advertising. Mm-hmm. It's it's the TV shows that we watch. It is oh, well, you know, this character was down and then I don't know, they went to a party and now they're great. <laughs> or they went to have coffee with friends and that's what they needed. But you know, maybe maybe one day that's exactly what you need. You just need like some social support. You need some time with your friends, and that really helped. And that that did the trick. But probably for most people, that's that's not going to do it because there are there are real issues, real problems that are not being addressed.
2: So yeah, I I think you're exactly right. That was uh, certainly another piece of the puzzle that I was thinking about when I when kind of thinking and and processing through this topic and and what it means is. As a part of the media and the advertisement and the concept of selling self-care, I think you're exactly right that it's been sold as a fix-all. And and there's so many articles and, and products. I'm just thinking of articles like, you know, get up at five in the morning and, and set aside an hour for spin class and then give yourself an hour to meditate and then eat this uh, fruit and kale smoothie in your in your nutri ninja and uh boy things are going to be going pretty good then and it's just like that is just so unbelievable I, that that won't fix uh someone who's really struggling or won't fix the problems that someone is really struggling with I should say because I think you're spot on that there's a really big difference between engaging in self-care to just check in See how things are going and maybe maintain when things are going okay and recognizing when what i need isn't self-care it's maybe it's professional help Uh, maybe it's a therapist or maybe it's a a medical professional or maybe it's it's um you know acknowledging that i have a a toxic relationship or a, a toxic work environment or there's some component in my life that really has to change um that you're right you're exactly right no amount of of eating chocolate ice cream or no amount of of uh you know crossfit is going to fix it so i think that's that's a really uh sort of a problem kind of thing because almost the idea is so you're you're not self-caring hard enough. That's why you're still a problem. You got to self-care a little harder.
0: You ain't broke. You're not self-caring hard enough.
2: You're not <laughs> self-caring hard enough. No, the, the self-care isn't the fix. Um, I th- I think it's just spot on with that. You
0: know, but even a lot of things that you mentioned, yeah, well, maybe, maybe I should go see a therapist or maybe I should go see a doctor mm-hmm. and actually get checked out. But even even that may not be the solution, but right. at least that is a way to try to fi- start figuring out what the problem is because if you go to a doctor and they narrow out uh, you know narrow down things and they're like oh yeah like you know the i don't know like yeah you definitely have your your sugar levels are all over the place we, we can deal with that we can solve that if you go to a therapist you know there may be a few things that you can do but maybe maybe that's not the solution like maybe your job sucks you know maybe mm-hmm. that's what needs to change and it's not these other things but just we're not good at at evaluating that but definitely mm-hmm. Seeking help is, is I think, the, the best first step, right, to try to figure that out. When you go to a doctor, right, like you go to your MD, and then you're like, I'm feeling really anx- anxious at work.
1: Pills. And your doctor is like, here's some <laughs>
0: pills. That's also not helpful. That is no. not self-care. That is not helpful at all. That's going to make you feel better, but you're not addressing any of the problems. So, I mean... It's, it's tough out there. It's really, really tough out there <laughs> to first figure out what to do and then actually do something that will actually help you.
1: This is why in my description of self-care, I mentioned that checking in with myself about what's going on and then also checking in about what I need to do about it, whether mm-hmm. it's... And it's only part of the... Like, systemically, Like you should be able to go to your therapist if you need to or, or get help from other places or... Try to find a new job or whatever, um, even though you are burn out and don't have the energy to do that. Yeah,
0: and the irony is that if you live in the United States, you probably can't afford any of those things either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly.
1: But but the idea is that it, it the self care is a piece of it, and being able we have to, we do have to get better at being able to identify those things. So, being able to identify that I'm feeling a little down, maybe I need to talk to my wife and have her to give me a pep talk or maybe i need to go play some video games online with some friends but then after i get that booster actually trying to figure out what is going on go talk to my therapist work it out there that kind of thing because the the little the self care in my head and the way i use self care it's more a, and i i try to teach this to my clients too it's like it's like getting a little an energy boost and it helps you get through whatever is in your way so that you can regroup and come back to whatever is facing you're facing and you're having a hard time with.
0: Yeah. We talk about that all the time, right? You need a, you need a power up.
1: Most of us don't do that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Power ups.
0: Yeah. We talk about that all the time. It's a power up. It's, it's something that'll, that'll get you from, from point A to point B. Mm-hmm. But again, like my, my biggest concern is that we don't, we don't have point A and point B and, point c or we don't know where we're standing like we have no idea right
1: right we're probably our problems are a through z and any given time we could be at a z g back to z (laughs) back and forth and everything's coming at you at once sometimes and it's hard to distinguish it is hard to distinguish what is what is the issue is it a crappy job is it a lack of social support is it not having enough time to take care of all the things you have to do every day? Um, the little mundane things? yeah, we're we're not really good at, at being able to do those things. and I hope I hope we can get better and learn to not listen to those advertisers and <laughs> buy those bath bombs that are gonna make us go broke.
3: Yeah, I I do think a, a lot of the issue is it is framed. As individual solutions to systemic issues, Absolutely. right? Is like if you, uh, you know, go and get a massage and and have somebody put hot rocks on you, like that'll solve your your. Extreme anxiety at work that's caused by having to deal with bureaucracy that actively works against, you know, your well-being or the well-being of your your customers or clients. And it's like, well, you know, it doesn't matter how many friggin massages and hot rocks I get put on me. uh, I don't know, unless you totally crush my body. uh, There's like that's not going to solve the systemic issues. But if we keep framing it that way, then it's it makes it harder for us to actually examine and attempt to change the systemic issues and I do think that that again is a product of of capitalism uh, I see a similar pattern in when you're talking about like environmental stuff, and, and it's like the focus is on like, well, are you recycling everything? Are you using reusable bags? Are you know, are you washing all of your mascara brushes and sending them into a program that recycles mascara brushes? And they're putting that all on the the individual's actions instead of on the large corporate places where. The the waste is really bad. And that's like the major impact. And it's like the same thing in this self-care stuff is like, it doesn't matter how much self-care I do, that's not going to solve my student debt. And I, as an individual, cannot really impact the systemic issue in, in a really meaningful way. I don't know. I don't. I don't have a good answer to it. It sucks. I feel hopeless a lot of the time.
0: Well, I mean, and and it's a it's a reframing thing. I mean, is is what I hear you saying. It's like, well, you know, just call it feeling good. <laughs> you know, like we can say that that all of those things feel good, and I think that's what we all know.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Do we need to do the what did you say a hot rocks massage every week? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't. I don't know. I don't know that you need to go to the spa every. Week. If you have to go every week, is it working? You know, like, is yeah. there underlying problem? But that doesn't mean there's nothing wrong with, with doing something that feels good. Just, again, like, there's nothing wrong with, like, watching Netflix because yeah. you enjoy it and you like it. But saying that, no, 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 I need to take Saturday off completely to binge watch at least three shows, you know, because I I, I need it and it's going to <laughs> help improve my life. It's like, no, man, no, actually, actually, I could probably make the case for how you're going to feel worse after all of it, mm-hmm. but but those aren't the conversations we have, right? And, and it's because I think going back to and then Brandon correct Correct me if I'm wrong. It's because self care is just a buzzword now. It's everywhere, and and it's a catch all for anything that feels okay.
2: Yeah, I think that's exactly right. I, I think it's it's really evolved, and I think it's it's really spiraled uh, in a pretty meaningful way. And and I think to Circle back a little bit to the beginning of my midwestern rant, and kind of echo something that you said, Oswe, is I I also agree. I like the word self care, and I like the concept of self care, and and it's something that I think you know uh, in agreement. I think with with what has been said already, I think it it's a positive thing, and um, but I I do think that it's very much gotten or become a buzzword and it really I I don't even know what it means anymore I guess (laughs) just to be honest I think it means something very different um for everyone and Mm -hmm. and very different depending on what your goal is is it to you know take care of yourself or is it to try to convince someone that they need a product self-care probably means something really different so yeah, I think you're right. It's it's a buzzword and it's, a, it's an industry, I think, right now.
1: Which is interesting because the first time I heard the word self-care was when I was in my graduate program and it was referring to how to prevent burnout for clinicians mm-hmm. and first responders who deal with heavy shit every day, mm-hmm. day in, day out. And how do you check in with yourself? Maybe a client disclosed a horrible incident that that happened to them recently and you're tra- or in their past and you have that stuck on your mind and the idea of self-care is to do something to get it off your mind, process it in a way that's that's positive and be able to move yourself into your personal life after you get off of work and help prevent you from not burning out and not being able to take care of anybody. It wasn't until I think a year after I had heard that in school that I started really hearing self-care everywhere.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And I do, I do like that it's something everybody should take care of themselves and everybody should check in with themselves. But originally for me, it was it was definitely something to help people who deal with a lot of heavy stuff process that heavy stuff.
0: But to, to Lauren's point earlier, how helpful is it to tell you take care of yourself with like no support no answers right it's like i have a tough week on friday i'm going to go to the bar and get drunk and that'll make it a lot easier for me to you know <laughs> start hashtag the weekend self
1: care <laughs> <like>, mm, well <laughs> <laughs> yeah um so in job interviews cuz at my work i'm in, i'm part of a panel that interviews pr- prospective hires one of our questions is what do you do for self care And most times someone talks about going to therapy because it does take self-motivation to go to a therapist and ask for help the majority of the time. And for me, self-care is also going to my therapist and talking about what's going on for me, whether it's in my work or my personal life. So there are healthy ways of self-care and there are unhealthy ways of practicing self-care, like, you know, emptying your wallet and buying an entire collection of comics, the original run of Superman or something like that. <laughs> you know, maybe it's really cool and it'll make you feel good. But when your mortgage payment comes up, not going to feel so great. Or like you said, not dealing with things because you're going to the bar and drinking or binge watching a show. Yeah.
0: Um, and I, I, I'm just saying that it's hard, you know, when it's, oh, when it the responsibility is placed solely on you and you don't really know what is actually helpful. And, you know, I hadn't really thought about this until Brandon brought it up this week. And then sometime between when we decided we were going to do this episode and today, I told a friend uh, we we're texting and he was like, oh, I haven't seen the latest episode of the show. And I knew he was like exhausted and having a hard time. I was like, hey, man, you should really watch that show. Uh, you should like stay up on that show. I know how much you love it. Remember, that self-care. And afterwards, I was like, oh, I see what Brandon's talking about. Because <laughs> Because when I wrote it I was like, this is definitely not gonna help him at all that's not his problem <laughs> his problem isn't that he's not watching the latest episodes of the yeah.
1: show <laughs> uh, it's that yeah. he's tired
0: <laughs> yeah yeah it's that he's he's uh, stretching himself too thin yeah and like you have a, like a baby like yeah like that's exhausting you know like you gotta sleep more and and I, I love that we're having this conversation and then it was Brandon that brought it up because uh Brandon since you came on when we do the geek therapy segment you've brought up the weirdest geek therapy. It's like, <laughs> sleeping more, just saying no. It's like, man, like he's know. really taking a, c- taking care of himself.
3: It's,
1: but like it's actual but it's, self-care. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> geek therapy is not necessarily self-care. Just yeah, yeah, like definitely.
0: Uh, cha- yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I try to make that clear. Um, but I'm really glad that you've brought those things up on, on those weeks that you felt that that was something that you really needed, that really... Again, I don't know if you really needed them, right? But, mm-hmm. but, but probably, you know. Like, there's nothing wrong with. Uh, I mean, it sounds like a good idea to sleep more if you're tired all the time. Mm-hmm. It sounds like you were on the right track, man. Right. <laughs> and and I'm glad you brought that up, and I'm I'm glad it's become this conversation because because yeah, we don't we don't talk about this stuff more. And 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 I like that you brought up that pressure that you feel towards. You know, am I am I helping myself? Am I am I caring for myself correctly? Am I doing enough? I'm sure a lot of people are, are dealing with that.
2: I hadn't thought about the way that you described, kind of just as people, how poor we are at evaluating what it is that we need self care for, or what the fix might be. So I kind of like that in a way. Not, I don't like that we're bad at evaluating it, but I like that reframe of instead of, um, and and this is so much easier said than done. But maybe instead of buying into, um, you know, whatever it is that like go into spin class every morning at, at 4.30, that instead of buying into whatever someone's trying to sell you as self-care, being really intentional and reflective about, um, you know, introspecting maybe about what is the need that I have that's unmet and what are the things that, that maybe I can do for myself to meet that need. And if that is something that involves buying something or, or, or going somewhere. um, And that's within the realm of possibility for you in a way that won't maintain the problem that maybe you initially evaluated. Um, I think that that's a cool way to think about it. Of course, that does, like you said, put the pressure on the individual to figure it out for themselves. But I I, I sort of like that reframe in a way that's not pressuring, but invites some self-compassion and some thoughtfulness to experiment with what is it that I need to feel better? Is it um, like some of the stuff that I w- weirdly say every week for geek therapy, is it saying no, or is it, um, trying to go to bed at the same time every night, you know? So I, I kind of like that. As bad as we are at,
0: at knowing what works, we're actually also very good at it. So if you did something in the past that was actually helpful, try to think back on that, right? Because if it worked once, it'd probably help you again. And simultaneously, if you're doing something over and over and over again, as self-care and it's not helping you, it's probably not helping you. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. If we just take the time to reflect and sit back, I mean... It's funny because sometimes you go to a therapist and that's all it is, right? It's like they're putting this mirror up, up for you to to look at yourself and those aha moments come and sometimes pretty easily just because someone took the time to ask you the question and gave you the opportunity to reflect on your own behavior and your own beliefs and your own way of thinking about things. And doing that will lead to a lot of insights. So as bad as we are at some things, we're actually pretty good at it too.
1: Oh, that's so way you just described like every modality of therapy in one sense. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's got their own little like spin on it, but that's essentially everything we do.
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 pretty much. <laughs> All right, so like I said, I'm, I'm really glad that you brought this up, Brandon. I think this was a good conversation. So let's take a break and then talk about some uh, maybe good and bad examples of media uh, that have shaped our way of thinking about self-care. We've got a brand new show on the Geek Therapy Network. It's called the Queer Comics Podcast. It's a celebration of queer representation in comics and other media. You may have heard last year during the San Diego Comic-Con episode when we had Lara's wife, Nina, on the show. We talked about how she works in the comic book industry and was involved in award shows that celebrated queer representation. We've been talking about a possible show ever since. Maybe I peer pressured her a little bit. And the result is the Queer Comics Podcast. I've listened to a few episodes already. I think Nina and Jessica are doing something really, really great. And the first episode is up now, which you can find at QueerComics.GeekTherapy.com. Or to subscribe, you can just look up Queer Comics Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Again, that's the Queer Comics Podcast. To learn more, visit QueerComics.GeekTherapy.com. And we're back. So let's do a Media Matters segment. Media Matters. And let's talk about examples of (laughs) self-care. Good or bad. Start with Lauren.
3: Um, I have two examples. The first being Parks and Recreation. Uh, treat yourself as an idea it was very cute and funny in the show, but it has sort of spiraled out from there, and it has absolutely become what we've been talking across this this whole episode of just like if you buy stuff, then you'll feel good, and it's like mm, I don't know about all that.
0: But see, I think for a lot of people, that that's true. Right, like treat yourself as is is feel good. It's not cure your ailments. Yeah, right? mm-hmm. it is not necessarily a care uh, care per se. It is feel good, and and in yeah. that sense, I think it's it's honest, right? Um, even even in its hilarious portrayal, right?
3: <laughs> yeah. Uh, my my other example is the entirety of the show Queer Eye. <laughs> Yay <laughs> the new season of queer Eye is coming out. I'm really excited. Um, I do think that that queer eye does a really good job of sort of talking about uh, without using the phrase self-care so much, though I'm sure that they have used that that phrase. but um like when when Jonathan is talking about taking care of your skin, particularly to men who society has not encouraged men to take care of their hair and skin and nails and stuff like that and having it be like this is a way that you can focus on yourself and take care of yourself um i think that's really precious and then with karamo and and his focus on really getting into like the self-esteem side of stuff of being like you know Let's sit down and talk about your personal strengths and really celebrate them in a way that you normally don't, that you you spend so much time focusing on your your faults and failures and ways that you're like not enough um like taking some time to really focus on the good stuff is super important and i think that while there is an aspect of like if you buy, you know, if you buy organizer things for your house and new paint for your walls and new clothes then you'll feel better and there is an aspect of that that could be true but i do like that they also focus on the more emotional side of like building up your own self-esteem and recognizing your own strengths and and spending less time talking down to yourself as i know we are all want to do too frequently. I feel, but yeah, queer eye. I love it. It's great.
0: Yeah, I think I think queer eye may also be part of the problem.
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right.
0: Like in the example of like, oh yeah, like you know, put some lotion on and take care of your skin. Uh, just because you're a man doesn't mean you shouldn't do that. But it's like, also, you may have a vitamin deficiency, and maybe you should go talk to your doctor about your diet and a whole bunch of other stuff. Maybe you're not yeah. taking enough water. Like, there's there's all these other things, uh, and. I think that every one of Karamo's uh, responses are super superficial. And bug me most of the time, I think <laughs> nothing bugged me more than the time that there was a person who really liked their decor mm-hmm. and they wanted to basically get rid of it. And that's like the like the the type of thing that we're talking about. It's like, "No, no, 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 like you'll feel better if you do this." It's like, "But but I already feel" Good and comfortable with this? Like, is it, is that really going to solve it? Yes, definitely. You need to change all these things or do all these other things. And, and so I think, I think those can also be seen as examples that are, are not necessarily helpful. It's it's the type of thing we're talking about where it's like, I guess I need to remodel my house.
3: Yeah. I feel like it, it sort of runs that line of, of trying to be broad enough to be maybe helpful to a large group of people. But then also it's like, you have to recognize, like, there is no one size fits all for this stuff. Like it's about you. That's why it's self care. <laughs>
0: well, well, I think I think for you it's a positive example. For me, it's a negative example. This is the I, problem. Well, why I feel
3: I feel why like it. it I feel like, like I said, I feel like it's both. It is both. I feel like there is something really powerful about telling a man, like, hey, you should get, you know, a nice face lotion and spend a couple of minutes every day, like, looking in the mirror, saying, like, positive affirmations to yourself, taking care of your skin. Like, that is that is good, healthy stuff. But then it's also like, okay, buy this specific product or, you know, buy new clothes because new clothes will make you feel good about yourself. It's like, well, okay, but. Uh... Yeah, again, it's like the
0: example earlier about going to the spa or, and, and getting a massage and stuff. It's like, well, yeah. is it? Is that really, yeah. And, and that lotion,
1: is... the lotion and clothes are probably not like dollar store lotion and clothes.
0: Don't get me started on that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, you're Definitely
0: super poor? Let's get you some super expensive clothes. <laughs> <laughs> yep. um except the one time they went to target Um uh, mm-hmm. i i think it's why this conversation is really important because what message should we be getting like <laughs> which one is it yeah i don't know brandon
2: what do you have my example uh isn't great because lauren <laughs> stole my two um like
1: your favorite <laughs> examples. Oh, really? I'm That's sorry. okay. It's
2: okay. Um, you deserved them.
1: Uh, <laughs> she she called dibs on the slack.
2: She, she did call dibs, and, and dibs is dibs. And, and I'm not here to argue with that. It's the
3: international <laughs> law of dibs. It,
2: it is. Um, so, <laughs> after, of course, my mind went to Parks and Rec and Treat Yourself, I thought, well, what's the most closely adjacent show? Which, in my opinion, is The Office. Um, and, and it got me thinking a little bit about michael scott and maybe people who have listened to jedi council know i'm kind of an office super fan and you know it's kind of interesting i probably would have identified watching the office as a form of self-care for myself um previous to kind of this conversation and line of thought and now i'm like is sitting and watching the same television show that i've watched every episode of 25 times um actually helping me i'm not sure but anyway just thinking about michael scott and and sort of some of the uh, some of the like really impulsive um, immediate gratification uh, things that he does to engage in self-care, which then sometimes actually serve to maintain some of the problems that he's facing. It's not a great media manners example, but I, I just like The Office, I guess.
3: I think that's a good example. The idea being like, you know, be reflective of the the behaviors you are telling yourself are self-care and, and sort of... Be introspective of: Is this actually caring for myself, or is this basically maintaining bad stuff that I'm doing, and I'm just putting a nice face mask on top right. of it? Right.
2: <laughs> I'm not sure if you're describing me and my example of watching The Office as of self care, or Michael Scott as a character, or both. Uh,
3: I have not seen <laughs> The Office, so there I can't go. speak to that. It's a meta m- self care more than more than generally, but <laughs> but I mean, I know like for me. I love steven universe and Mm -hmm. there are times where it's like if i'm feeling real shitty i will put on an episode of steven universe and i absolutely see that as self-care because Mm -hmm. it you know gives me some space to not focus inwardly so much and i can instead focus on a beautiful cartoon that i love and and songs and cute characters that have their own problems, and they're not my problems because I, I'm not dealing with an intergalactic war. That's great. And, <laughs> and stuff like that. But definitely it's like if I get to the point where it's like every day of the week is like, well, gosh, I just can't handle anything. I'm going to watch Steven Universe again. It's like, well, OK, is that self-care or is that escapism?
2: <laughs> right. That's a really nice uh, differentiation, I think. There's definitely some nuance between avoidance and self-care for sure.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: Also confusing because there's an episode of Steven Universe called Escapism. You didn't have to
3: call it out. Brandon hasn't gone there yet. I was trying to be low key about my reference.
2: (laughs) Now I don't have to watch the show.
3: (laughs) No, keep watching Brandon. Please.
1: Escapism is a good episode.
2: I look forward to it.
0: So my examples are very general. So I think that just any time that we see a character in a show or a movie go to a therapist or go to a doctor, that is good because a lot of people don't go to the doctor when they're feeling sick and most people don't go see a therapist. And I think it's great, especially when it's your leading character, when it's your hero, when it's your, you know, your favorite people on a show and you see that they're, they're Going out there and, and looking for help, I think that every single example of that is great. I think something that TV does sometimes is that they show you a character that's like looks like a mess and they're just sitting in front of the TV like a zombie. I think it's it's kind of unfair to people who like to watch TV, but I think it also gets the message home. Maybe there are healthier ways to, to deal with things and, and do things.
1: In that vein, way, one day at a time... On Netflix mm-hmm. is yeah. nailing it when it comes to that. Yeah. Um, yeah. The main character is dealing with depression and anxiety and PTSD. And she goes to group therapy. She goes uh, to her doctor and gets uh, medication. She talks to her mother. She talks to her f- kids. Yeah. She does what she needs to do to take care of herself and tries to teach her kids to do the same. And yeah. I love the way they're depicting... Your definition of self-care.
0: It's yeah, yeah. Cool. She, she, she talks about her mental health constantly. She talks about past experiences, about her PTSD.
1: About stigma with mental health and how to break the stigma with mental health.
0: And she talks about how important her family is to her. You know, I think that's mm-hmm. something that, that is also important, right? Like to, to her, her family is a support and it also makes her happy. And it's, it's her motivation, right? Like they're very open about all of these things. And I think, I think the show is, is, is great for that reason. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I had one joke uh, example, which was Dragon (laughs) Ball Z and Sensu beans. (laughs) (laughs) Like like if you're all beat up, you can't just have a Sensu bean and then uh, be all cured in the real world. There's no, there's no such thing. There's no, maybe, maybe that's how they sell a lot of things to us. Right. Which is Mm -hmm. like. Those are
1: Sensu beans.
0: Yeah, what did, what did, Lauren, was it you that said something like dolphin skin something? And then...
1: <laughs> a baby seal skin face <laughs> mask. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And it's like, you know, it'll take 50 years off your life and it'll raise your IQ and it'll drop mm-hmm. your cholesterol and your sugar level and you'll lose 30 pounds. It's great. Nothing does that. It's, it, it takes uh, no. hard work. So maybe maybe a shout out to exercise montages in movies <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that show that it, 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 takes, it takes hard work to, to get ready for what, for that thing that you're doing, whether it's a fight or a a test or whatever. I don't know. I think, I think there are lots of really good examples, uh, in TV. And, and I mean, again, I think retail therapy is probably one of the worst ones. There are very few shows that I've seen that, that like show a very bad thing as a good thing. How can I, how can I put that better? Right. It's like very few shows you see that are like, Oh yeah, like overdosing on uh, drugs is great, or getting drunk is like the best way to deal with your problems. Like usually, it's a problem on a show, yeah. You know, um, or the or the character is is dealing with adverse consequences of that. So those are those are my examples. How how are you feeling about this conversation so far, Brandon? Is it is it satisfying?
2: I think it's really satisfying. Yeah. I, I think it it took a lot of really interesting directions, and um, certainly think it's something to keep thinking about and reflecting on yeah I, i'm really pleased with it
0: well I, th- I think you did a great job uh guiding us in that conversation brandon you'll oh, do it more thank often
2: thank you so much I, i'm happy that i i stepped out of my comfort zone and, and i suggested a topic please take over my job <laughs> okay call me <laughs> new Husway. <laughs>
1: his name is new
0: would <laughs> <laughs> you say earlier like uh, minnesota and hosway
2: yes. yes yeah <laughs> yeah
0: uh all right so so uh before we wrap up let's uh do a quick geek therapy which again is not self-care all right geek therapy is therapy in the most general sense of the word it means it made us feel real good during the last week or maybe it actually helped us get through a tough time didn't necessarily cure anything it's just you know therapeutic in general sense (laughs) you know what i mean brandon (laughs) what's your geek therapy
2: uh my geek therapy is uh, i um it was Saturday night, and I fired up an old video game that I hadn't played in a really long time. Woo. Called yeah, called Never Winter Nights. Woo. Uh, was that? Yeah, a, an yeah. old classic, and, and this is the enhanced version. Uh, to qualify that, um, and you know, part of me was sort of like. Uh, Even the enhanced version, the graphics are a little dated. Am am I really going to get into this? Um, And I said, you know what? Just you you really love this game when you're younger. Just just stick it out of here a little bit. And boy, did I really have a fun time. Um, I think what was really cool about it is since the first time that I played it as as a youngster, I. I've played a, a pretty substantial amount of Dungeons and Dragons, and I found that actually really changed the experience of playing it now. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm actually like following the roles and like understanding the stats and the build, um, and the story <laughs> is still equally kind of goofy and, and engaging and fun. Um, so, yeah, Neverwinter Nights on uh, on the PC, on Steam. Uh, that's my, that was my geek therapy this week. It was a lot of fun.
0: Lauren, is that the game you tried to stream a couple months ago? It was a complete disaster.
3: Yeah, I I have Neverwinter Nights enhanced edition also uh, my my friend Nate got it for me so we could play it together, which is actually really really awesome. But um I think that it's just a little bit like riding on the edge of what my laptop is able to um like it plays it okay but it's like if i'm doing it online or if i'm trying to record at the same time my laptop's like no no we cannot do that <laughs> so yeah but it is
1: a very fun game i think that's one of the games that's going to be released on consoles the baldurs gate and then mm-hmm. i think neverwinter nights is in that i saw that the too group.
0: Mm, the collection yeah
1: yeah mm-hmm. yeah
3: very interesting. oh yeah baldurs gate
0: Yeah, that was kind of a disaster, Lauren. Uh, So so what's your (laughs) geek therapy?
3: (laughs) My geek therapy is uh, I played on Switch a game called Pikuniku. And it was really cute and um, fun to play. And uh, it has some some anti-capitalist themes, which uh you can tell I'm I'm on that that right now. <laughs> so I really liked that. It's a it's a cute game. Uh it's on Switch and PC, I believe. So if you like cute little games, it's not, you know, it's a couple hours long. It's not super deep, but um it was really enjoyable. I liked it
1: a lot. Laura? So my geek therapy this week is Captain Marvel. What I- Yep, I am so excited about the movie, and so this whole week, I have been studying for my licensing exam, my California MFT licensing exam, and my wife bought me a shirt, a Captain Marvel shirt, because she knows I love Captain Marvel, to wear the day I took my test, and I asked on the Slack for, uh, for some, some hype music, some, some stuff to hype me up, and Josue included the trailer on the hype list. <laughs> Damn right. <laughs> yeah, and it. Oh, I got chills. I was so excited. Captain Marvel is amazing, and I passed my test. Woo!
3: Woo! 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 Woo!
0: Because of the trailer.
1: <laughs> because of the trailer. It's yeah. all you're the whole reason I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist. You're welcome. Woo! Yeah. Woo!
0: <laughs> also, thank you, Brie Larson and Samuel L. Jackson, and Marvel Studios
1: and the decree and the scrolls. <laughs> I have I've loved
3: seeing all of the uh, like red carpet pictures of Brie Larson and she's wearing dresses that have like the the star symbol mm-hmm. on it and so she's like low key cosplaying as Captain Marvel it is so good. I'm
1: like, "Oh god, I love these outfits so much. It's very exciting to see." So this episode's <laughs> coming out after it's coming out after our Captain Marvel bonus episode, but Definitely for opening night, my, uh, my wife, I got for the both of us Captain Marvel hoodies, and she got me for Valentine's Day the shirt, a, a Captain Marvel hat, so we will be rocking Captain Marvel all night.
0: Yeah, because the bonus episode, we'll, we haven't recorded it yet because we haven't actually uh-huh. watched the movie, and that's yeah. why My Geek Therapy is still the Captain Marvel hype. Hype! I've no, I hope it's, I mean, I'm, I'm expecting it to be my favorite movie in a long time, probably mm-hmm. I'm expecting to love it. But, uh, in, in case I don't, <laughs> you will have heard that on the, on the bonus episode, but the hype, the hype is real. I am very excited. I'm, oh man. So excited. <gasps> I can't believe it. And, and plus, because tomorrow I'm watching the movie, that means that in a month we get to watch end game. Oh. oh, man. Oh, man. <gasps> Ooh, which means that that's the same month that Game of Thrones comes back. Like this is this is a good time of year. This is I'm I'm very Mm -hmm. excited. Lots of hype.
1: Good time of year leading up to blockbuster like summer.
0: Yes, yes. Oh, so much hype. Woo! All right. Well, that is it for for our episode of uh, Geek Therapy. As always, you can find us in a few different
2: places, such as the forum, which you can find at forum.geektherapy.com, where we've got some new posts about the new podcast episodes all across the community, and you can start a conversation about anything
3: you'd like. Also, the Discord at geektherapy.com Discord. You can join up and uh, share your hype music with us in our music channel.
1: Or you can find us at Facebook, uh, the Facebook community group. Uh, at facebook.com slash group slash geek therapy, where you can check out a post about DC Comics Heroes in Crisis and, and some conversation about that.
0: Yeah, we need to do an episode on that uh, once it wraps mm-hmm. up. Yeah. So mm-hmm. y'all need to catch up. Uh, and you can also find us on Twitch every week, or I think, I'm not sure, but our stream team captain suggested we should play some Neverwinter. And sounds like sounds like maybe... Everybody would be up for that? How Brandon? Yeah. Woo! (laughs) It's a free MMO. Oh, yeah. Yes. I have
2: played it. It is fun.
0: Yeah, we should do that. Uh, Yeah, so three times a week, find us at twitch.tv slash geektherapy. And the best place to find us is on Twitter. That's at geektherapy. I'm at Josue Cardona. Lauren is at chicken dinosaur. Brandon is at Brandon underscore Saxton. And Lara is at geektherapist. Thank you for joining us. Remember to geek out and do good. We'll be back next week.
3: Bye.
0: You've just listened to GT Radio on the Geek Therapy Network. For more about the network, visit network.geektherapy.com. And for additional content, including the GT Book Club and discounts on our merch store, consider joining Geek Therapy on Patreon for as little as $1 a month at patreon.com geektherapy.